Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for tuning in once again. I'm so excited for you guys today because I have an amazing person on today. His name's Justin Osmond. Justin, thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Great to be here, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Um, I want to give a shout out real quick to our sponsor, Veracity Networks. Thank you for believing in me and supporting this. And uh, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in week after week. We're we're, we're booming and I just can't thank you enough. And I'm grateful for all the guests that have been on and they've been vulnerable. They've shared some amazing things and, and you guys are going to absolutely love Justin. I got to meet him in person a couple of weeks ago at an event we were both speaking at. And it was just so cool to just hear his energy and, and to feel his goodness. And I can't wait for you guys to, to hear his amazing story today. Um, a little background on Justin. Um, he's the second son of Merrill and Mary Osmond. So obviously the Osmond uh, name is very famous and popular and, and uh, you're, you're a part of that whole thing, right? <laughs> well, I, I, I'll just remind everybody, I'm just an ordinary guy from an extraordinary weird family. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I can't say it any better than that, I guess, right? <laughs> well, so Justin, when he uh, was two years old, um, he was diagnosed with 90% hearing loss. And then after 12 years of intense speech and listening therapy, he can now speak with passion and obviously through technology and stuff that he can hear with conviction. And I can't wait to get to know more about that. Um, he, you know, this has been, a, you know, it's a stumbling block for him or it has been, and it would be for any of us. And, and at times he felt some despair and lack of hope, but through willpower, determination, desire, his hope surpassed. And he's now an international speaker. And he, uh, like I said, we, I, I got to be in an event with him a few weeks ago and he was inspiring a bunch of kids in a room to, to believe in themselves. And it was really cool. Um, you know, you, so, you know, Justin, you know, has a desire to help everyone that may be struggling with hearing loss, hearing loss. And he launched the Olive Osmond Hearing Fund in honor of his late grandmother, Olive. Um, as the founder and CEO of the Olive Osmond Hearing Fund, Justin has one goal to bring music to the ears of men, women, and children living with hearing loss all around the world. Again, I can't wait to know more about that. Um, uh, he has recently published a book called Hearing With My Heart. Ooh, I love that title. And uh, he shares his story with the world in order to help everyone understand the struggles of living with hearing loss and how to overcome it. He lives every day by his personal motto, I may have hearing loss, but hearing loss does not have me. Boy, I love that. I was just telling him off the air how much I love that. And then nothing gets him down. He loves inspiring others. He goes after what he wants in life. Nothing's impossible to him. And we just need some help sometimes in learning how to turn our weaknesses into our strengths. So there you go. There's much more to his resume, but uh, I want to hear it directly from Justin. So there we go, Justin. <laughs> oh, hey, Todd, thank you. Uh, if there's anybody else out there that's so inspiring, and like you mentioned, uh, we were at the same event together a couple of weeks ago. I had the privilege and the honor of sitting there right there on the front row, just taking in and soaking in everything you shared with us. And it was a captivated audience, and we were all left inspired and motivated and elevated uh, to greater heights. So thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for that intro. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'd like to start off with a question. Sure. Imagine your life without sound. 
imagine your life without music, without hearing, without hearing the comforting voices of your family and your friends. Imagine how much different your life would be yeah. without sound. For you, it might take some imagination, but for me, I've lived it. I was born with a uh, severe to profound hearing loss. And like you said, for the first two years of my life, I lived in a world of complete silence. Wow. I was finally diagnosed uh, at the age of two, and they immediately put on these huge, gigantic hardware in my ears. And for the first time in two years, and first time in my whole life, I, I got to hear my mom's voice. Wow. I got to hear, got to hear my dog bark. Uh, I got to hear my dad's music. And my all-time favorite, I got to hear the toilet flush. <laughs> you know, something that we take so much for granted. Yeah. And it was life-changing. And at one point, I felt completely disconnected from the world. And now I, fe I felt somewhat connected, but with a lot of new challenges um, that came my way. And like you mentioned in my intro, I had to take a lot of intense uh, speech therapy for almost 13 years. Wow. And I hated it. You know, I, yeah. I talk differently. And you probably notice now all you people who are listening, I have a different accent. In fact, I, I get told or asked all the time if I'm from somewhere else other than the United States. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. You know, like they ask if I'm from Canada or, or England <laughs> or even Australia. And, and don't wow. get me wrong, I, I take it as a compliment because I love their accent. Yeah. Uh, deep, deep down inside, it hurt because I've worked so hard to try to sound normal like like, yeah. like everybody else. And, and you know, sometimes when people hear my deaf voice or my accent, for some reason, they start talking really loud, thinking that would help me understand. Or sometimes they use over-exaggerated mouth movement, thinking that would help me understand. Yeah. But just so you know, that doesn't help. Uh, but it does give me some entertainment as I watch these people go overboard, you know? Sure, right. <laughs> and, uh, but I do remember when I was younger, Todd, I remember growing up uh, feeling socially awkward or socially embarrassed because of my deaf accent, because of my, yeah. how I sounded. And I remember, you know, being born into this world-renowned musical family. Yeah. The I remember thinking, man, I, I wish I had the golden throat like my dad, who's right. the lead singer, the lead singer of the Eisman, or like my Uncle Donnie. And I also remember wishing I could sing like uh, Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. But then it kind of dawned on me. It's like, why do I want to sound like Justin Bieber and Justin Timberlake? You know, I want to sound like Justin Eisman. Mm. That's my brand. That's, yeah. that's, who I am. that's my logo. That's, that's my signature. And why should it matter what other people think of me? Um, but that's who I am. Yeah. And that's, that, that's my makeup. That's who I am. And that reminds me, and uh, actually brings me back to what you taught that night at the event, Todd. You said, you said that the greatest truth on the planet is that there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. When you said that, that just hit me like a brick wall because that's so true. And, and for me, as I came, because I was having a, an identity crisis. I didn't know where I fit. Sure, right. I didn't belong to this musical family. I don't have the golden throat like they do. And because of that identity crisis, I really struggled uh, that there was something wrong with me. And, and uh, I was even told that um, 
I had this impairment because uh, I did something wrong and, and before I came to this earth and right. it, it was a pretty, pretty distorted thought. Wow. Um, but then once I accepted myself for who I was and not what I was, meaning the way the world looks at it, I was so much happier with myself. And the reason for that is because we, every one of us, are amazing just the way we are. Yeah. Just like you said, Todd, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, that's just a distorted thinking that 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 uh, get caught up in us, and yeah. and it's just a, a fake way of you know saying that. Uh, so I appreciate you saying that. For sure. Uh, just a reiteration of how amazing every one of us are, because every one of us has something wrong with it or something that's broken in our lives. In my case, my ears are broken. Um, yeah. So I think we all have something that's broken, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, or whatever it may be. Um, but we just have to learn to accept it or, uh, and, to, and to not let it overcome us in that, in that fact. No, very well said. And thank you for sharing all of that. And I can't even, you know, when you ask that question, imagine what your life would be without sound. And, and I really, honestly, it's hard to imagine that because I haven't had to deal with that. And so, but I, you know, when I really think it deep, more deeper, I can't, I think it would be, I would be sad. I really would because, you know, there's so many beautiful sounds out there and things like that. And, but, but someone, you know, when we see you and the way you've turned this around and your attitude, it really is inspiring to me. Um, wh what I would like to also maybe ask you, Justin, is like when you were little and obviously you didn't have the mindset about it that you have now, talk about some of the struggles you went as a kid. I mean, I know you touched a little bit on that, but maybe get a little more detail of just what were some of the battles you went through with your self-esteem, maybe growing up and going to school and things like that? Yeah, that's a great question. When I was younger, um, you remember, so I'm 44 now, so 44 years ago, uh, the hearing aid technology back then was very different yeah. than it is today. So back then I wore the big old jumbo hardware devices in my ears and then right. wires coming out of my ears attached to a big box attached to my belt and so i i kind of stood out yeah uh, and it was very embarrassed and i hate to say this but i'll be very blunt yeah and transparent because that's how you are and i think sometimes it's good to, to yeah. let people know that i was bullied i was bullied i was made fun of i yeah. got beat up and i hate to say that because of course that doesn't make it right um yeah. all because i look different and like right. you, Todd, um, I could have gotten very, very bitter because I didn't do anything wrong, yeah. you know, but I realized that people just didn't know how to react or how to respond to something so different because yeah. uh, I did. I, I, I looked like a robot walking down the halls of my elementary school, middle school, and even high school. And uh, so, but all that, like you, Todd, it taught me to be more compassionate towards mm. us. Now, I remember one kid who did beat me up after school because I looked different. And, um, you know, we're good friends today. You know, we, we learn from it. We grow from it. And yeah. instead of becoming bitter, yeah. we've got to be better. And, you know, like your story says it all, too. But everybody had challenges. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you say, you know, you've never had a hearing loss, it's hard for me to try to apply that to everybody. But I'll say this. I may have a hearing loss, but my hearing loss did not have me. 
But, you know, for everybody else out there, you may have a personal challenge, but that challenge does not have to have you. Mm. You know, we're, we're dealing with COVID right now. But guess what? We have COVID, but dang it, COVID does not have us. It's not going to stop us. You know, you went yeah. through your challenges, Todd, and, and watching and listening to your story, you did not let them have you. And yeah. instead of letting it define you, you need to let it refine you. Let it mm. let it refine you into, into who you are meant to be. And so I know we hear that all the time. You know, you have something, but don't let it define you. But yeah. take a little, one more step further. Don't let it refine you. Well, I'm sorry, let it refine you. Yeah, I love that. That is beautiful uh, and very powerful. And what I love you just said, and it's one of the things I teach my clients a lot, and I try to live by it myself, is that um, life happens for us. And, and one of the things you said a minute ago, is like you learn to be more compassionate because of what you went through. And, you know, you're being bullied and teased. And, and you said even at times you even got beat up. And it's just because kids don't understand. They see something they don't understand. And what do they do? Because of their insecurities, they'll take it out on you. But to hear you say that, that really hit me that you learned that. Well, it wasn't easy, Todd. Sure, <laughs> sure. Tell you that. I, I, I was thrust into an environment of total confusion, uh, chaos. But thanks to a lot of wonderful people, my, my family, uh, close friends, uh, they helped me to uh, realize that, hey, what I focus on increases. And that's exactly what you said that night. Yeah. Uh, what we focus on increases who we are. And, um, and so, you know, you've got to learn to be forgiving and that nobody else is perfect. Um, but also, you know, you, you, we all have limitations, right? we all have challenges, but I've learned that uh, we should not limit our challenges, but instead we should challenge our limits. Have, limitations are a good thing. Right. Um, we can, if they can teach us to be stronger and better, um, you know, that, that's what makes it uh, into who we should be. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, um, you know, we, we mentioned in your bio that you've written a book called Hearing With My Heart. Um, tell us how you came up with that title and what does that book, you know, kind of talk about? Is it just your journey or is it other things as well? Yeah, thank you. So I wrote this book about 11 years ago. So this was way back before I even got married. Okay. And um, so this book was, uh, and, and I, I got told, you know, hey, you should write a book about your life, about what it's like to live in a deaf world or well, the hearing world and, and mm -hmm. the comparison between the two. Uh, so really what it is, it, it, it's just a story of, of a, a personal, up close and personal uh, transparent about my challenges with my hearing loss. And, and it talked a lot about how the difference between a physical hearing loss and a spiritual hearing loss. Ooh, wow. uh, if we can learn, learn to hear with our hearts means learning to learn, learn to hear with our spiritual ears. Uh, that's, that's how I look at it. And so there's a lot of untold stories about my family. Uh, a lot of people don't know and realize that, you know, coming with, with the hearing loss, the, the main reason my dad and my uncle started in show business was to go out and raise money so they could provide hearing aids for their two deaf brothers. And that's really how the argument got started. Really? Um, and so hearing loss runs in our family. Okay. We know firsthand what that's like, even though I'm the only one in the whole second generation, 
at the Eidman that were born with this severe to profound hearing loss. Um, it, a lot of them now have a hearing loss because they're paying for all the loud music and heavy <laughs> metal rock and roll music. Right. <laughs> wow, interesting. Was that a difficult thing? And thanks for sharing that about your book. But was that a difficult thing? You know, here you are born into this musical, musically talented family, and it's all about sound, right? It, I mean, it's it's about singing and, and instruments. And was that a challenge? Did you ever feel like left out? Did you ever feel like this isn't fair? Oh, Todd, you had a great question. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I remember going to many um, stadium shows uh, with my dad. I remember being at the Wembley Stadium in London, a sold-out crowd, mm. the flashing lights, the, uh, the screaming fans, and I could hear the, the beat of the drums. Okay. But I, could not, and I, I could hear everything, but I could not understand the lead singer. Okay. Uh, uh, the Ivan, my own dad. I couldn't even understand my own dad. And, you know, even though I was in the middle of the crowd, I felt completely isolated, lonely, and disconnected. Okay. And I'll even say I even felt hopeless. Um, you know, and it, it was during times like that that I felt like I hit rock bottom. I, my self-esteem, my self-confidence yeah. hit rock bottom. But I've learned that we do not overcome hopelessness by removing the broken obstacle in our lives. We conquer adversity by not letting it own us, control us, or overcome us, like we just talked about. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a great question. I, you know, it was, even though I'm surrounded by people every day and I go to these awesome concerts from my family, yeah. I still felt like I was disconnected on so many levels just because I couldn't hear. But I will say this, today, 44 years later, the technology has gotten so much better. In yeah. fact, I can hear so well, I can hear what you're thinking, Todd. Okay. And uh -oh. you're thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't thinking that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. But no, I, I do. I feel very lucky and blessed. Um, the technology today is just so much better than it was back then. It was all analog here and age. Now it, it's all digital and nanoscience and even artificial intelligence. Yeah, um, I bet that's amazing. Well, so um, thank you for sharing that. Let's talk a little bit about your uh, foundation, the Olive Osmond Hearing Fund. And tell us about that and, and what's your purpose with that. And obviously you, you're, you, it's in honor of your late grandma. And uh, I'm excited to hear more about this. Uh, thank you, Todd. Well, let me, let me re reiterate something that you taught me and that you teach everybody else. You say, if you want to be dot, 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 give it away. And yeah. that's exactly what happened to me. Someone gave me a chance. Someone gave me an opportunity to be able to hear, mm. to hear with conviction, to be able to speak with passion. I never would have had that opportunity had someone given that to me. And so because of that, um, I, one of my favorite quotes is by Winston Churchill. We build our income by what we get, but we build our lives by what we give. Oh, I like, love and that. I, I know it's a great quote. So that along with what you say, if you want to be, give it away. And so when my, when my late grandmother passed away, um, by the way, I was her favorite grandchild. Okay. And uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> before I started it. But let me, be, before I 
let me just share something that kind of led up to the foundation, which is one of the untold stories about my family. Um, so I told, I kind of briefed it just a little bit, but my two oldest uncles, uh, Viral and Tom, they were never part of the musical group because they were born deaf. And so my grandmother would always stay home and work with them and teach them speech therapy while my dad and uncles and Don and Marie would go out and perform trying to raise money uh, so they could purchase hearing aids and other resources for their deaf siblings. And I was so inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandmother and, and my family and, and they're all hearing ambassadors to, to, to support hearing health awareness that I kind of wanted to carry that legacy. Right. So, so I started a charity in honor of my grandmother, the Olive Eisman Hearing Fund. And what I do, uh, so I started that in, in 2010 and 11 years later, we've now helped over 3,000 children with the gift of better hearing through hearing aids, hearing devices, and whatnot. Uh, and thanks to all of our wonderful volunteers and sponsors that have helped make this happen. Yeah. And it's really neat. Um, and, and, and another program that we do and is I collect salvage hearing aids, meaning oh. if someone else out there uh, has hearing aids from a relative or a family or friend, and it's broken or obsolete, or they no longer work, you can actually donate them to the Olive Eisman Hearing Fund. You get, they get a tax write-off. And what I do with them is I, I send them to an all-make repair facility. I refurbish them, basically recycle them. And then I reuse them to help uh, disadvantaged families that cannot help themselves. Okay. And so that's another program that we offer uh, with the Olive Eisman Hearing Fund. Um, but if I, if I may, I'd like to share a really Please. cool story um, from, from, the, from this um, foundation. So we sometimes sponsor uh, hearing missions or hearing humanitarian missions. And we, we partnered with another great manufacturer called the Starkey, uh, Starkey Hearing Foundation. Okay. And we went to India and uh, we helped a couple thousand kids out there. And there was one little boy that I will never forget. Uh, we were helping him. And so he was about five years old. And I'll never forget, we put the hearing aid in and he just lit up like a Christmas tree. I bet. And like the light switch comes on. And you might've seen some of those videos you know, on YouTube and whatnot, but I was right there. And for me at that very moment, I kind of had a little flashback. And for me, it almost looked, it's hard for me to remember when I heard my mom's voice for my very first time. Yeah. I watched this little boy when he literally just lit up. I can only uh, reflect what that would have looked like when I heard my mom's voice for my very first time. I mean, this little boy, five years old. So think about this, five years of complete silence. You know, he's never heard his mom's voice. He's never heard yeah. anything. And, and, and then all of a sudden, the mother comes into the picture, and she is just in tears, tears of joy. Um, and he's able to hear his mom's voice. And, mm-hmm. and he's, he's got an immediate connection, not only to family and friends, but a connection to life. And I'll never forget this, Todd. I, I'd like to share this with you and everybody listening. Yeah. But she, she said something to me that I'll never forget. Uh, she said, of course, thank you so much for helping my son to be able to hear. 
uh, we didn't have any resources or money or anything like that to help her. But she said this, and I think this is something we can all apply into our own individual life. She said this, I hope you never measure your life by the day you have lived, but by the smile you leave behind. Mm, thank that. you for thank you for putting a smile on my my little boy's face. Yeah. And um, and I think that's what we all do. That's what you do, Todd. This wonderful podcast that you do. Everybody that listens and is is, is leaving with a with a smile on their face, yeah. and that's what that's what this life is all about. Is that whatever we do, whatever profession we're in, whatever career that we're doing, I hope that we never measure our life by the day we have lived, but by the smile we leave behind. And that's that's what we're that's what we're here for. Yeah, love it. Well, you know, speaking of the foundation, recently you challenged yourself to an impossible feat of running 250 miles in just seven days in order to raise awareness and funding in honor of your grandma, Olive, and to help funding to, for hearing devices for 25 deaf children. Tell us about that amazing uh, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Well, you're an athlete yourself, so you know what it's like to put in a lot of time and effort and preparation to that. But yeah. let me just say, remind me to never, ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, run it past me next time and I'll tell you, yeah. hey, what are you thinking? <laughs> you're going to be my mentor next time. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely one of the hardest things I have ever done up to this point in my life but also one of the most rewarding. And, and for the record, I, I did not do that to say, hey, hey, look what I've done. Yeah. No, not even close. Um, I'm, I did it because, well, first of all, the primary reason why I did that was I found 25 deaf children in my school district that needed new upgraded hearing aids. And so mm. uh, running a charity, I'm always trying to be creative on ways to help with how we can raise money and awareness to, to help more deaf children. So that's why I did it. But also, um, I also did that because, you know what, first of all, I'm not a runner, right? I just thought, well, hey, you know, why not? <laughs> but really, the message is, we can all do hard things. Mm. You know, I did 250 miles in seven days, so that's about 36 miles a day. And, you know, just the whole mental exertion uh, and the determination. But at that very moment, I pulled up. And this little boy jumps out and just runs over and gives me the biggest hug. Wow. He says, thank you, Justin. I, I'm one of the 25 kids. And I was just waiting at the finish line. And I heard you were having a hard time. So I convinced my mom and dad to drive me up and, and uh, to give you a hug. And, and Todd, I, at that moment, I realized I was just so caught up in myself. Um, and I yeah. forgot why I was there. I forgot my purpose. I forgot my why, why I was doing this. And that little boy reminded me of what I was doing, why I was there. And some, some magic happened where like the energizer bunny just came out of me and I was able to run all the way to the finish line. And so I think in life, if we know our why, if we know our purpose, if we know why we're doing something. Yeah. That will get us through the hard times. That'll get us through those challenges and the shackles that are that are holding us holding us back, and so that little boy reminded me. And Todd, I think your your wonderful podcast does just that. It reminds everybody. Thank you. 
of why we're here, what, what our purpose is. And, and I love your little thing in the background. Mindset is everything. <laughs> Boy, that is so true. That run was not about physical exertion. It was more mental than anything else. Wow. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And again, what an amazing foundation that you're doing. And, and like, you know, again, like you, like you said in the very beginning, I can't imagine not hearing and, you know, and I've seen some of those videos where the kid gets those things, you know, gets the technology and then all of a sudden they can hear their mother's voice for the first time and how they just start crying and they're just blown away with joy. And it, and when I see those, I start to tear up because it, it does, we take, I take for granted that I can hear. Right. And, and so to, to watch someone go like that, it, it makes me realize, okay, I got to make sure I'm grateful for the, these things that at times I just kind of take for granted. Like, it's just, oh, I can hear. It's no big deal. But when you don't have it, man, what a different story, right? Oh, so true. You lose one of your senses. Uh, it makes you appreciate. Uh, your other senses come out more, of course. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, just be grateful. I, I think I think it was that's a tough mention that said it's better to appreciate the things that we do not have than to have things and not appreciate it. Mm, and yeah. you know, I think we take that for granted sometimes, just the many blessings that we do have and that we do take for granted. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, you know, one of the things I also wanted to touch base on is that a lot of teachers and professional professionals will were telling you that you'll never play a musical instrument. And then you just went ahead and learned the violin, viola, piano, and drums. <laughs> um, explain that. And, and, and how old were you when, this, when, when you heard this from the professionals? And, and then what did you do to overcome that, uh, you know, that statement or that belief kind of thing? I love that part of this. No, thank you, Todd. Um, so remember, I come from a musical family, right? And, and so I felt a little bit... Um, I don't know, pressure is the right word, because they never pressured me into anything. But they inspired me in music. I mean, music can, can inspire anybody and everybody, especially when your dad is the lead singer. Yeah. And I do I do know for a fact that I cannot sing. <laughs> I'll make that very clear. And that's okay, because that's not who I am, right? But I did have a really strong desire to play an instrument. Yeah. And uh, I started off with the piano, and I did pretty well, but I just, I just, you know, I would do a flat or a sharp and I, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear if it was sharp or flat. And okay. that was just so frustrating. And then one day my mom, um, you know, said, hey, why don't we, why don't we try a different instrument? And uh, she, she recommended the violin. And so I started off with the violin. And it was hard with the violin because I have a high frequency loss. So the higher the pitch or the higher the frequency Right. I can't hear it. And the violin has a very high pitch. And so then, even though I, I, I played it, but I eventually switched over to the viola, which has a lower lower tone uh, note to it. Right. And um, so let me just tell you the story. So Please. Uh, all of us, my siblings play the violin, the cello, and the bass, the, the string bass. So we kind of I have like a little string quartet orchestra, if you will, in my family. But I remember one day, uh, my siblings were practicing, and they were so loud, so loud to the point where I couldn't even hear myself playing. Yeah. So I did what I do best. I turned my hearing aids off, and now it's completely quiet, right? 
Yeah. I love being able to go into my own quiet world sometimes, sometimes and just turn my hearing aids off. But then I experienced a miracle. I, I put my violin next to my cheekbone Mm-hmm. And I just started, I just, just experimenting, experimenting. Yeah. I put my, my violin next to my cheekbone and I started to play and I couldn't believe it. I, I could actually hear myself play without hearing my sibling you know, yeah. playing their instruments. Wow. And what had happened was I was, I was able to hear the music, not by hearing it through my ears, but by feeling it through the conductive vibrations of the instrument. Mm. So that's, that's how I learned to play musical instruments and okay. through the vibration of the instrument. Okay. And of course, with hearing aid technology getting better and better, uh, that helped as well, but that didn't come until later. Uh, so I had to learn the harder way. But I tell you, um, when, when I was up against a struggle like that, I, I, my parents always taught me that there's a way, there's a remedy, there's a solution to every challenge that you face in life. And that's how I learned to get around that one. I just learned to play it through the conductive vibrations of the instrument. No. And, and that's how I practiced and I had to memorize the fingering on, yeah. the, on the board and, and whatnot. And so where, where uh, an ordinary man finds an excuse, a courageous man finds a way. Mm. And that's what we all have to do. Sometimes we just have to be courageous and face our fears and say, hey, that gone it. I'm gonna find a way to make this work. I'm gonna find a way. There's gotta be a remedy around this. Um, and so that's what I did with with the help of uh, many teachers and sure. uh, parents and my family and things like that. So that that's how I got into violin and the viola. That's amazing. So with all of this that you do, the foundation and just you know you're you're a speaker. You you've written a book. You're doing all these great things. What are what are you currently doing now, and what are some of your future plans that you want to do to help give back? Great question. Well, as you know, uh, COVID kind of you know put a damper on everybody. Uh, I would think it definitely yeah. put a damper on, on my on my public speaking, which I'm sure it had with you, Todd. Yeah. With your motivational speaking, and so like you, I've been doing a lot of virtual uh, presentations. Uh, but I've also been able to focus a little bit on my charity as well and helping uh, a lot of people who've also been affected uh, during the COVID pandemic and this, right. this mess. Um, and so, and my, my wife has a, a thriving business, so I've been able to support her in that. Oh, great. Uh, take care of the kids. But, but more importantly, I really enjoy being home and being dad and being with my two little girls whom I absolutely love and adore. And uh, so spending more time at home has been a blessing because uh, like you, I, I used to travel a lot. And so being able to stay home uh, a little bit more um, has been has been wonderful. And I'm actually currently writing another book right oh, now. It's, great. It's going to be going to be about my 250 miles okay. uh, that I just did. So I really haven't quite come up with a title yet, yeah. uh, but it's, it's just in the preliminary stages. You know, it could be called a courageous man finds a way. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll have to write that one down. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, again, I was, I mean, I love that you said that earlier. And I think about what you did there. It's pretty courageous. And, but it's amazing too, Justin, that you had this purpose behind it. And it's amazing when we have purpose in what we're doing, how that can be the fuel that pushes us forward. And, and that's a perfect example that you shared with us on that. 
No, thank you. I appreciate that, Todd. You know, <clears throat> I think like you, and I'm sure maybe a lot of people out there, I think we sometimes feel like a postage stamp. We get licked, depressed, stuck in a corner, and then we get sent from place to place. <laughs> but I, I believe that we always succeed and arrive in the right place if we just stick to it, if we just hang in there, endure, yeah. and just do the best we can. Um, you know, just like, like, like you, another thing you taught me that day, a couple of weeks ago, you said that I am what I repeatedly do. And that is just a powerful principle. Um, you know, creating good habits is, is what we need to do. Right. Um, I've always believed that, you know, motivation is what gets us started. It's, it's, uh, it's habits uh, that, that will keep us going. Yeah. But it's failure that gets us there. But it's, it's, it's our purpose that keeps us there. Yeah. And, you know, finding out who we are, why we're here. And um, I'm just, just grateful to, to, um, to help out in a small way, if, 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 if at all, you Todd in a big way. Um, so just grateful to be, uh, you know, associated with you and, and to give back in any way I can. Well, thank you, Justin. If there's someone that's, uh, hearing you now who's listening to this and they're struggling or they're not quite sure what to do and they're just they may not be struggling with maybe hearing loss but they're like you said earlier they're, they're we all have our struggles what's maybe some advice that you could give them right now that's you know the one person that might be listening that's in a dark place right now oh man that's, that's a good one um you know, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, on top of advice, let me just leave you with a challenge. If that, Perfect. If I, may. Love um, to. I want to challenge you to drink, swear, steal, and lie. I want you to drink from the fountain of truth and righteousness and education so that when you mm -hmm. enter the real world, yeah. you'll be ready and prepared. You know, drink from this podcast. I love your podcast. I drink it. Thank you. Uh, soak it in. And if you can do that, uh, you'll be more ready and prepared as you enter reality in the real world. So drink. Swear. Swear that you'll never be ashamed of who you are. Mm. Um, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about the difference between who we are and what we are. Yeah. Um, uh, Todd, you say that there's nothing wrong with you. You know, and that's because we're amazing just the way we are. Try not to become someone that you're not or something that you're not. So that, that's all superficial. And as soon as you accept yourself for who you are and not what you are, you'll be so much happier with yourself. But swear you'll never be ashamed of who you are. That's great. Steal. Steal a little time to do like what you say, Todd, to give it away, to give back. And if we do that, our lives will be so much more enriched and happy. Because like uh, Winston Churchill said, um, we build our income by what we get, but we build our lives by what we give. Mm. And then last, lie. Before you lie down and <laughs> go to bed tonight, get on your knees and, and uh, thank our, our God or Heavenly Father or, or Supreme Being or whoever you believe in. Just, just, just remember all the blessings that we have that we take for granted. Be, be grateful that you can hear, 
that you can hear the company voices as a family and friend. Be thankful you can hear the credit flush. <laughs> All those things that we that right. we take for granted every single day. I love it. That's beautiful advice and a beautiful challenge. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to thank you, Justin, for taking some time out of your busy schedule to share some some of your story and some very powerful principles that we can all put into our lives. And I, I just love what you're doing. It was great to meet you in person a few weeks ago and just feel of your goodness. You just got a, a, a great heart. You're a, and I, I, you just have a great light about you. And, and I'm sure anyone that knows you knows exactly what I'm saying. And I just want to thank you for just being you and for being that courageous man who is not letting this hearing loss define you. You know, it, you may have it, but it doesn't have you and, and goes along with your motto. So thank you for inspiring me. And I'm sure everyone listening to this at this point. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. It was an honor. Thank you. You bet. Well, there you go, guys. I told you another amazing guest, Justin Osmond. Please check him out. Reach out to him. Um, I'm happy to get you guys in contact if you have a question for him. But he's an amazing individual. Please take the principles that he said and utilize those in your life. If someone's struggling with anything, share this podcast with them, this belief cast, and um, they'll be inspired because of Justin and what he did with his with his setback, so to speak, but he doesn't look at it that way. Ends up being a superpower, basically, which is really cool. So thanks for joining us. And again, Justin, thanks for your time today. Thanks again, Todd.